0: Hello NASCAR fans, welcome NASCAR fans, drivers, and other or NASCAR lovers, welcome back to the NASCAR series with Michael. And let's check out what we're gonna find today. History of busted cars in the victory lane. Phew! Phew! David Pearson, 1978, 1976, the most thing that probably got the most damage looks like the engine. Terry Labonte, Bristol, 1995, oh, I remember that moment, look at him, (laughs) that car busted from Dale Earnhardt, Dave Yallison, all-star race, look at that, 42 spinning, Richard Petty, North Wilkesboro, yeah, the front's totally torn up, Kurt Busch, Daytona, 2017, it's like a pretty torn-up car with some tape. Harry Gantt, Martinsville. Yeah, part of that. Carl Edwards, 2011. Another one. Ricky Stenhouse, Jr., Iowa, New the x Series in 2011. I remember that. Kurt Busch, Daytona, NASCAR x Series 2012. This was one to remember for Kurt Busch. I get it, because the car was number one. But that car does have some scraping. And also John took the car to a victory in the clash. Superlatives Bristol. Race winner William Byron. Is scoring his first career I racing program series victory. Biggest mover was Denny Hamling. He gained an impressive 22 positions. Tough Break Award goes to Kyle Larson. Give it up for fastest lap driver, Kyle Bush. Next up, Most Laps led also goes to William Byron. Best save, Parker Klitterman. Best paint scheme, William Byron. Yeah, that scheme is good. Pinball Award, Michael McDowell. I don't know what that means. <coughs> Most improved Reddick. Started out in the iRacing rookie at Texas. He he went to an eighth place. Best in race tweet. He said, "I just fired my virtual spotter." Ha! Yeah, that is funny. Oh <coughs> yeah. Text the winner. Let's do this. <clears throat> okay, gotta go. Time for a homeschooling session. Same here. It's math day. It's my work, or subject. But the k- kid, but the kids seem to get it. What are you all up to? Oh, the usual. Changing Daniel Sora's password without his knowledge so he can't log in. Fielding our phone calls from our flag man. It's Bristol, baby. Please stop calling me a baby. I'm 22. It's a slogan, William. No, how'd you finish? I just tuned into WrestleMania later. That guy needs to be a t- to be taught a lesson. Gonna kick his... T- oh, really? Haha, DQ, really funny. No, I'm actually gonna door dash from Dairy Queen. Oh, my bad. So, um, great race. Ran out of goldfish. Seemed like you're, you were overly upset. You know what? You can just... Just what? <coughs> Clint... Sorry, I heck yeah, boy. You need to be less aggressive on iRacing. Because I have to type with one hand. Understood. Does Virtual Infield Care Center do Tommy John John's surgery? <laughs> Those are funny. But I did it in the quickest way. And also... <clears throat> I'm going to take a look at some... Um, other stuff. I'm going to take a look maybe at some see if any x series stuff is up. Let's take a look at early season strikes. Hendrick Motorsports has led the five cup has led the last five cup practice sessions. Interesting! Hendrick Motorsports has won at least one race in each of the last 35 seasons. Joe Gibbs Racing has 28 consecutive seasons with at least one win. Danny Hamlin's repeat, doing a 2,500 win, ends a 25-year run out without back-to-back champs. Kevin Harvick is the only top series driver with four straight top 10 finishes to open in 2020. Joe Logano stretches a straight to nine straight seasons with at least one win. Team Penske makes it 14 straight years with multiple Cup Series wins. Hmm? In the first three Cup Series races, 15 drivers each had one top-five finish. The NASCAR's Xfinity Series opened the season for, with four different winners in four races. Harrison Burton is, you know, like 20 Series drivers with top-five finishes in all four races. Thor Sport Racing has 13 straight gander truck seasons with at least one win. Kyle Busch has won the last seven grander or truck starts in a row. Oof, those are some cool strikes. As we're only six minutes in. Ooh, we still got a long time. Let's take a look at some news. Let's take a look at trucks drivers with, pro, with most pre-baked mom, break momentum. Number 15, Ty Majeski. Number 14, Jordan Anderson. Number 13, Tanner Gray. Number 12, Tyler Ankrum. Number 11, Christian Eckes. Number 10, Stuart Friesen. Number 9, Todd Gilliland. Number 8, Zane Smith. Number 7, Sheldon Creed. Number 6, Brett Moffat. Number 5, Matt Crafton. Number 4, Ben Rhodes. Number 3, Grant Enfinger. Number two, Austin Hill. And the first and in first place of those is Johnny Sauter. Okay, we're getting all this news done pretty quickly. <laughs> I like this. We're moving swiftly here on this episode. Feels etiquette should For William this is by Chase Willem nascar.com april fifth, twenty twenty. Bristol winner Byron feels iRacing etiquette should match real life. For William Byron, it doesn't matter if it's on the virtual racetrack or real-life asphalt. Driving etiquette shouldn't change. After heartbreak for Byron last week at Virtual Texas Motor Speedway, Timmy Hill shoved him out of the lead in the closing laps for the victory. driver in the number 20, for example, a Chevrolet won Sunday's 30 NASCAR Pro Invitational race at Virtual Bristol. Byron felt like he'll set the tone for how they race each other on eye racing moving forward, also learning a thing or two about a breath so if he needs to be in order to stay up front. Last week, obviously getting moved out of the way, I learned something there, Byron said. I applied that toward this week and got a little bit more aggressive with some of my moves during the week. Tried to do that back to the guys so I can kinda establish position on them. That stuff is the same. It's for fun. I get the at part of it, but for me, I try to treat it like a race while, while the race is going on. During the week, I wasn't worried about Texas. I got over it pretty quick. It was just frustrating because we hadn't closed one yet, and, we, and we've and we led the most laps. So finally, to close the deal this week it was really awesome. <laughs> but while one guy left his simulation rig happy after Bristol, 31 other drivers weren't feeling the same way, especially during the race with multiple wrecks unfolded in the back after of the field throughout the race. The frustration boiled on over on a few occasions, most notably following an incident with Kyle Larson and Daniel Suarez. Around the midway of a point of Sunday's 150-lap event and a half-mile concrete oval between Larson and Suarez on the back stretch led to a crash between In the two NASCAR captured drivers on the front stretch the same lap. Once both cars started rolling again, Larson caught up to Suarez and Indy and then intentionally wrecked the number 96 under caution. Both drivers were removed from the second. I should buy every single fish for the instant. <sighs> oh, yeah. Boys will also parked last week at Texas when he intentionally wrecked Ty Dillon. For Byron, also he is aware, is well aware this is just a simulation, in a time where both drivers and fans alike are are separated to fill the void on no real life on track activity. That's still no reason to not take it seriously. I get that. I think I get what Byron's feeling. I can feel. Like it. And trust me, it's saying like William Byron after winning drama-filled Bristol. Racing is racing. That's true. Racing is racing. IndyCar is IndyCar. NASCAR is NASCAR. Or drag racing is drag racing. And am saying like tons of racing things. because like, Imsa is Imsa. And it was also a, a drama-filled race, with some on-track uh, um, uh, tempers. I should say. I was trying to think of the word that I should use. Use to do. <laughs> I'm gonna relive like so. Hmm. I'm gonna be holding a a poll. Which is better, NASCAR? Which is better, Cup Series or Xfinity Xfinity Series or Truck Series? Um, please comment below if you please comment below what you think is better. I would mostly think the Cup Series, cause it's like with like all the good, all like the champions, all like the like the good guys I use all the fast cars some people are are good and, and make wise decisions to help them win while others are just like newbies and like are just sticking like to like an underdog team <laughs> I should say like for example to give one example Starcom Racing or Spider Motorsports or, like, Rick Ware Racing. And others. But, I mean, like, there's so many teams in NASCAR. Also, think of, like, we're also somewhere mid pack Like, for example, like, Richard Petty Motorsports, Go Fast Racing, Front Row Motorsports. Or, it's Wood Brothers Racing, uh, Uh, Richard Childress, maybe. Richard Childress racing, Jermaine racing. seeing some Roush cars. Yeah, I should say some Roush cars, like, like, maybe, like, the 17 of Ricky Stenhouse and, like, the 6 of Ryan Newman. He did make an underdog playoff, um, enter, but did get eliminated after the first round. Including has been missing the first. You missed the race 2, race 3, and race 4 right now. Because of his wreck at Daytona after almost winning the Daytona 500 back a couple months ago. If you want to go learn more about it, try and listen to episode 34 and 35. So, um, feel free to listen it to the. O's after that, because me and Griff, if and my friend, uh, the person who does Teaching to the Top, a podcast, we negotiate. We talked about him, like how we felt, just like about that crash with Ryan Newman. <coughs> that crash was crazy, and I mean crazy. And, I mean, like, the car, like, flipped over, started on flames. I think it started, like, a gas leak, my friend said. It was one of the most craziest crashes. I obviously think it should be one of the most craziest crashes in NASCAR history. Maybe number one. But there are been crazy other crashes. Carl Edwards in 2009. <laughs> and then, like, other ones, look. <laughs> Anyway, I'm going to go, so see you later.